I'm Kevin Jones. And I'm Chris Moore. And we started the homos on Haunted Hill so that we can throw a party. A horror film party. <laughs> It'll be quite amusing. There'll be madmen and chainsaws and ghosts and perhaps even a few murders. You're all invited. Hot wax. Hello, hello. Happy August! It's August! You could have fooled me. It still feels like June, July. Uh, yeah, uh, March. gay pride, <laughs> gay revenge, whatever August is. <laughs> Possibly my least saying. favorite month of the year, honestly. It's not. Oh. What good happens in August? Cause I know. It always just reminds me of like going back to school. Or yeah, really... it's it's fucking hot. And... It's always so hot, especially yeah. down here. My God, it's like the worst. I bet. So I bet. It's just like what what's good in August? Really, right. what's good in September? It's like it's all about October, November, and December for me. Right. Yeah. Because it like September feels like pretty good, and you know. I used to kind of hate september too and now i've kind of just like grouped that in with october now for halloween yeah. season and i'm like okay because i need like two months to really like dig into it so there that's you go that's true that's true because i always tell myself i'm gonna watch so many horror movies in october and i never do and i feel like a loser it just goes by so fast it and does. it's hard to get it all in there yeah it really does i am going to make a vow this year that i'm going to watch something new every night if i can I did pretty well with that last year, so I, I, I'll see if I can stick to that this year. I might end up revisiting some just Halloween-y stuff, but we'll I see. I mean, sometimes um, you gotta, you know? There's yeah. just, like, some, some that you just have to pull out around that time, and they make you really happy. And I yeah. think we all use some happiness this year, so I have a feeling I'll probably end up doing that. Well, we had a great road month, and we um, we're still kind of on the road today. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's kind of a bonus episode. Yeah, um, this would definitely fit right in. Because I think we decided we didn't really want to do any heavy thinking this month because no. August is not that kind of month. <laughs> it's it's not. It's just kind of a month of obligation. It's not Yeah. Really, it's just sort of it's here and you have to like live, so I guess you're just right. keep on going through. And uh, a couple of these movies are going to feel that way. <laughs> <laughs> but not this one. <laughs> no. We love this movie. <laughs> The others are still up in the air, but we're, yeah, because uh, it's going to be a mix of ones we really like with ones that uh, uh, make us want to shoot ourselves in the head. But exactly. it'll have plenty to talk about. <laughs> we'll tell you why we want to end everything after seeing these. And apparently, as we talked about last week, that people really liked our sorority row episode where we were we kind of trashing on it. So yeah. maybe they'll like these too. So it'll, maybe so. It'll be fine. You know, we we do have some strong opinions this month. So you know, it's yeah. gonna have to uh, watch out for that. We're gonna get uh, we're gonna get a little crazy. That's one thing I will never lose my um, obnoxious opinions. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so sorry, but uh, they're never nor going. Nor should you. You never should. <laughs> yeah. Never apologize. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're starting out with a pretty great remake and yeah. a pretty great slasher film. Hell yeah. Like, I was thinking, is is this the best slasher film of the 21st century? Like, it really might yes. be 21st century. Yes. I, think, yeah. I believe it is. Yeah. I really firmly believe it is the best yeah. one that we've had uh, probably since, like, the Scream era. I mean, I think easily. so. Because what, I, you know, I was trying to think of what else have we really had? You know, there was you know, Valentine's Decent. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, pfft. yeah. It sure. just has not been that much, you know. Are there uh, any the slashers I... in the 
Yeah, shit. Wait. <laughs> yeah, cause... yeah, we, you know, we talked about Sorority Row. We're both kind of mixed on that one. Mm-hmm. Um, the, uh, I like My Bloody Valentine. Um, yeah, I have some cute. issues with it, yeah. but uh, it's decent. Um, I guess Final Destination kind of counts, but it's not a true yeah, slasher. You know, it's kind of in that weird. Like Plus, it was like right attention. at the beginning of the. Yeah. Um, hmm. Yeah, I can't think of any like mainstream ones. Like it, it's right. It yeah, seems that's like the thing, they yeah. they still crank out like a lot of them, but they're mostly like you know, like super low budget kind of like straight to DVD stuff, um, which can be great, you know. But uh, right, but it's kind of sad that of, like, we haven't had more. Uh, yeah, there's really not a lot that I can think. I guess you're next is kind of a slasher. Yeah, that one. That one's kind of a blend of like home, home invasion, invasion with like. Slasher, yeah, I, I guess, yeah, that I could count. Know. That one's pretty yeah. good. Um, I guess it's sort of slasher. I mean, Halloween 2018. We, we oh. have feelings about that one, right? I mean, that one is the best film ever. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. Ever. Some people think that. Some people fucking went crazy over that movie. I like, am not one of them, and I don't I'm, think neither one of us are. <laughs> I'm glad they got rid of all the sequels. This is how they should have done it from the <sighs> beginning. I'm like, oh my god, is it really? Is it? Look at how feminist it is because like, she said gotcha. <laughs> she's got a shotgun. <laughs> ladies with shotguns. That's Look at ladies. <laughs> she doesn't have a personality, but she has a shotgun. <laughs> no in life, but a shotgun. Like, uh, that's all it takes. I swear to God. Just give them and then you watch interviews with Jamie Lee Curtis, and of course she's like, you know, I just, I, I'm just so happy that I supported this vision of this filmmaker, and it's just the most feminist thing I've ever done. It's Which she said the exact trauma. same thing about Halloween Resurrection, folks. Oh, okay. So someone posted on their Instagram story yesterday, and it said, "This is where all my trust come come from," and it it was just her being interviewed on the set of Resurrection and saying, I think it's a really brave new direction that they're taking the franchise. And it's really smart and really funny. And then it cuts to, to her uh, interviewed for um, the new thing. And she says, well, Resurrection was a joke. <laughs> I'm like, we can't That's trust you, Jamie. We can't trust you. Let's yeah. Let's not pretend that she gives a shit about this franchise, folks. I mean, she is there for the paycheck and her legacy and everything. Which who can blame her? You know, if they're yeah. gonna keep making them, she's like whatever. She but might as like, well be in them. Yeah, I mean, hell. yeah. But like the people that come to me and they're like, "Well, Jamie Lee had such a big hand in this movie and she's supporting it." I'm like, "Okay, well, she supported Resurrection like, back in the day too." I'm like, she literally said, um, "Well." David Gordon Green called me up and said, I've got a script, and I read it, and I was doing nothing. So I said, sure, I'm a work actor. I'll do the film. I'm like, uh, that doesn't make it sound like she like had a big input in the film. Just... Right. Well, at least we got another, I guess, year now to, to stew on Halloween 2018 before oh, yeah. the next one. So oh, there's that. Boy. We'll see. Yeah, that, that's kind of a bummer, because I was, like, as much as I didn't like the last one, I was kind of excited about this one because i just heard yeah. it was going to be more like what the first one should have been and right so i was kind of like oh man but then again everything's getting canceled this year so i mean yeah i know people like are feigning shock every time something gets pushed back <laughs> yeah. and i'm like that's everything people like yeah. the world has been pushed back like yeah, what like... I, I don't understand how you can just pretend like you're so shocked by this you know it's like but they took away my halloween kills i can't live yeah. 
I'm like, oh yeah, God. well, they're also putting kids in schools where they might die. Like, I right. one might be greater than the other. Some perspective like, here, folks? Yeah. <laughs> there are bigger injustices in the world than, you know, <laughs> fucking Yeah, the fact Halloween that you don't get to kills. see Halloween kills. Yeah. <laughs> Which, still, that fucking name. I mean, my God. so stupid. It's the dumbest name. <laughs> Who named that movie? I mean, really. It was like, you, you know what sounds great? Halloween kills. Halloween kills. And you know what else I don't get? They're, they're <laughs> making it seem... Okay, this is just turning into a, a hate fest, right? But uh, they're making it sound like it's going to be like this trilogy, but it's like, okay, but they're still including the original film, so technically is it like right. a tetra... What do they call it? Like a a quadrilogy? quadrilogy? The, yeah. So it's so like it's Alien? Like, yeah, I guess so, yeah. So uh, I, I just, I don't have a lot of faith because I just feel like in another 10 years, they're just going to reboot it anyway. So I'm just, I've, well, I've given up. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll go is, see him, but like, yeah. The one thing that this movie has taught me is that no matter if your film has been remade, rebooted, had 50,000 sequels, they can always just come right back out and say, you know what? All that stuff that we've been doing for the past 20, 30 something years, we're going to throw it out and start from scratch. Right, exactly. So now it's like when something's remade or, like, retooled or whatever, it's like I don't really feel much because I'm like, if it does kind of suck, give it five or ten more years and they'll just redo it again, you know? It's exactly. Not... That's a good message for our remake month, isn't mm-hmm. it? Because they're just going to keep remaking these movies, folks, so you can yeah. uh, you can keep fighting if you want, but, like, yeah. it's not going to stop them from doing this. And Resistance is if... futile. Yeah, and if they fuck it up once, hopefully they get it right the next time. And if they don't, they just keep redoing it, like you said. Yeah. And it's it's sometimes they you know strike gold and or at least I don't know the the uh, silver crystal. I don't. <laughs> yeah, well, it's it just I do find it fascinating that like in in the world of the theater, mm-hmm. you know, they revive shows all the time, right? And some of the revivals are great, and some of them are terrible. Mm-hmm. And no one really bats an eyelash about that, you know. But when you right. decide to remake a movie, it's like, oh, my God, how dare they? And it's like, as long as it's done with some respect and the people in- involved have s- something that they're trying to say through this s- story, they can be quite good if done right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this is a wonderful case of that turning out. This uh, is a great example. Yeah, there aren't too many truly great ones and mm-hmm. um I, you know what is fascinating about this one is that uh it's they're they're calling it house of wax but you know, is it house of wax you know it's uh it's, it's tourist the, trap right yeah it's, it's uh, house of wax by way of tourist trap yeah which i can just see like the pitch meeting for this like well you know we really want to remake tourist trap but also you know we're yeah. part of this dark castle entertainment yeah. so maybe we should just call it house of wax because we have the rights to that so house of wax yeah so it's like slawson's little tourist trap becomes a house made of actual wax which the logistics of that are are debatable uh, yeah yeah but... what if it get, gets really hot you know what exactly. what happens it, i i have questions about that for i sure. don't really get it but um i'm not gonna complain because it does lead to a pretty delightful finale so I'm... the finale holds up yeah, yeah pretty damn of... well like even the okay we'll get to it, but like some of the cgi stuff looks pretty decent still it's so not bad it's them. really not that bad and um yeah, yeah but it, it it is basically like the plot is just tourist trap because you've got the 
kids on their way to some kind of, you know, uh, vacation or event. And then you have the two brothers who um, own this kind of tourist trap uh, mm-hmm. in the middle mm-hmm. of nowhere. And they yep. kill people. And I guess really in tourist trap, they turn them into mannequins, I guess. it's That's not really – I'm, I've never really been sure what the deal is with that movie because it's very weird, which is why I love it. But it's also like it's- what – like, do they turn them into mannequins or like what's what's? It's going fucking on bizarre. Yeah, it's and really weird. He has that like Phantom of the Opera mask, and he's like, it's yeah, super it, creepy. Yeah, uh, it's, it's a really good one though. though. It's really yeah. cool. It's 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 a bit more on like the surreal side, whereas this one mm-hmm. it, I kind of goes into that a bit. But it's, uh, but I mean, I suppose you could kill someone and turn them into a wax figure. I guess that's not beyond the realm of possibility. I don't know. I yeah, it tried, could happen. You know. But the year is, is still young, so, you know, I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> if you uh, want a wax figure, go uh, make a wax figure, you know? it's you want a Diet Coke, then have you a Diet Coke. You want a Coke, have a yeah. Coke. You know, <laughs> make your dreams come true here. Yeah. If you want to cast Paris Hilton in your, in your movie, cast Paris Hilton in your movie. Yeah, exactly. Oh, That's yeah, hot. She, she is a vision in this movie, you know? <laughs> I, great. I I'm all about her. her <laughs> she doesn't get much to do, but when she's on screen, she really owns it. She's not bad, I gotta say. And I do think she gets one of the best uh, slasher film chases in quite a while. It's pretty long for what it is, you know? That's what everybody talked about at the time, right? It was, you gotta go see this movie because Paris Hilton gets chased and uh, killed in a really bloody way. And I think that probably helped the box office a lot. uh, (laughs) Just because she was a huge deal at this time. Like, it's, it's hard to really overstate like how big of a pop culture icon she was like in she this period huge. yeah yeah because she was doing um the the uh the simple life right mm-hmm. with nicole richie <clears throat> and she had had this big sex tape that leaked out yes. as well um with her then boyfriend uh rick solomon or whatever uh so she was just and she had some like guest spots on like veronica mars and a couple other um like tv shows teen shows uh and there was a lot of, like, hate directed at her, and I don't think it was really deserved, you know? She was a pretty polarizing figure back in the day, and I guess she still yeah. kind of is. Um, yeah. But, you know, I always thought she was kind of harmless. I mean, she seemed mostly pretty pleasant. I mean, I didn't, right. I didn't really seem like It's a like, you know, she's she's rich, something. and yeah, fuck the rich, all the rich at this point. Yeah. But at the same, same time, like, she seemed, like you said, fairly harmless. That yeah. She didn't seem like she was uh, out there... Uh, in like some secret society Scientology, no. you know thing, and so <laughs> no. yeah. So, There's a moment where um, uh, Dalton is like recording them in the the uh, the truck or car together as well, yeah. and she's like, "No, turn that off." And I'm like, "That's very sex tape adjacent there too." It is. It is. Um, so yeah, Dalton, I think she was smart enough. Yeah. I always yeah the Dalton. Yeah, we I we can never remember his name. Yeah. I think I actually said on an episode oh i remember his name is blake and no it's not it's not fucking blake, <laughs> it's Chris. dalton it's not it's dalton why can i not get that right they have the most like preppy white guy names in this movie like dalton Wait. blake and uh blake. nick and <laughs> yeah yeah it, I, I read somewhere that uh paris hilton was the first person cast in this movie which wow. makes me kind of appreciate it even more because this movie might not have happened if she, they didn't have her like as the star power um, behind Paris. it so that's that's kind that. of interesting yeah. yeah and it was the first i guess film that uh i can never pronounce his name jaume de colde serra something like that yeah yes who 
I love because everything I've seen of his has been pretty damn good. I gotta say, it's yeah, it's uh, I'm not as big on Orphan. I like Orphan. Um, it's a little long, but oh, I, I, love I, I I like I it. Love it so much. Really? Yeah, I, I like so it. Wacky. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's just like because it's they treat it so seriously and it's such a ridiculous story but they are giving it their all like it's like some oscar bait movie and it's fantastic it's yeah it's a camp value for sure because they yeah are playing everything so seriously and yeah uh, i wouldn't mind covering that one at some point hell yeah Esther, um, he, Esther the orphan. Esther is. I love her. Twist. <laughs> I love her so much. She's an icon. She's an icon. Uh, and then he did the Shallows, which is also pretty great. Which I still need to see. It's I, shockingly. Just... And here's the thing: I don't like. I don't really care for like shark movies or aquatic horror much. And I love That's this fucking thing, movie. Yeah. So really? I think you would enjoy okay. it. It's fucking great. Like, all right, because it's I'm just. Kind of uh, it's just um, Blake Shelton. Right? Like not uh, <laughs> Blake Shelton. <laughs> Blake Shelton. Hey y'all! <laughs> uh, I'm yeah. stranded in these here waters. Yeah, <laughs> let me Blake. sing a country song. <laughs> <laughs> One of the Blakes, right? That's uh, a movie Blake I Lively, see. right? Yeah, <laughs> it's just Blake Lively, like just stranded on this rock for half a movie, talking to a seagull named Steven Seagal. Steven Seagal, and <laughs> it's amazing. I love it. Right. This sounds like a masterpiece. Why, it's so good. This? this is her talking to a seagull. It's just talking to a seagull, like half the movie. It's so fucking good. I, I was shocked. Oh my god! Because I, I like I said, I don't care about Jaws. I don't care about yeah. fifty thousand feet under. You know, I, oh, all I these. Been, yeah, I haven't fucking. Seen either, yeah. And I think maybe it's because I grew up. I didn't grow up around a body of water at all, so I have no right. attachment to the ocean or anything else. Yeah. I don't know. Because some people fucking lose their shit over, like, those movies. And I'm like, I just don't, I don't know. I, mean, I don't care I about, like, like, Jaws. But I, I have to admit, yeah. I, I think I've only really seen pieces of the sequels. I haven't really seen them. Uh, Deep Now, Deep Blue Sea is heaven. <laughs> I, you know, I haven't seen yeah. it in a while. So I'll so revisit <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how we got on that. Um, uh, oh, we were talking about uh, The Shallows. Okay, yeah. Yes, yes. Um, yeah, but this was like his first, I guess, feature film, and it's a pretty great effort, you know? Mm-hmm. It's really stylish. It's it's well shot. It's uh, The pacing's pretty good. Like, once it gets to the good stuff, it, the pacing's really great. I think a lot of people have a problem with, like, the first, I think it's about, like, 45 minutes, I think, because it really isn't. Uh, like nothing scary happens. <laughs> it's just yeah, it's everybody uh, talking and like and people don't usually like that. So maybe that's I why weirdly don't, don't mind it. Much. Like I know I, I usually complain either. about longer. I I like in this yeah. movie that we get time to meet, like spend time with these characters, and they're not totally awful. So I actually yeah. kind of care kill about kill about them, <laughs> care about them a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Should we? I think we had a pretty quick turnover this week. So should we skip what we've been watching or do you want to talk about anything? I mean, all I've really watched is Amityville 4, The Evil yeah. Escapes. And, I forgot uh, you were going to do your update on that. How was that? Let me tell you, it is an experience <laughs> of film making perfection. Uh, it is The floor lamp, right? It's about a haunted floor lamp. Ooh. Uh, which, I mean, if that concept does not chill you to your bones, I don't know what will and uh, i'm i'm shaking in my stylish yet affordable boots here yeah 
Did you get them from the Paleus? Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm pretty Palin's sure Palis. Palis, I'm yeah. pretty sure that's where they got this script. Um, yeah. It's uh, it's. I mean, look, it's awful. It's fucking terrible. But it's also made for TV. And so I can forgive them for it not exactly being like a scare machine. And Patty Duke is really good. I think she thought she was in a much film than she was. Um, And uh, it's 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 an experience. I got to tell you, I'm excited to see where this franchise goes, because it's obvious that at, at this point, they're already desperate for ideas, so it yeah. could only get worse. So I'm really excited <laughs> uh, just to see how um, how badly they can uh, mess this up. Because if we're hmm. being honest here, Amityville, even the first one, I'd never liked. It's just sort of bland. That's yeah, me neither. That, much. Uh, it's never done too much for me. Um, yeah. So it's but like, I do appreciate it, a franchise it, that just, like, keeps on chucking with these crazy-ass sequels. Yeah. Yeah, it's like it ex- exists with, like, the sheer force of will. I don't yeah. understand. And they're still making them. Because apparently mm-hmm. you don't have to have the rights to call your movie Amityville something. So right. you could make, like, Amityville vitamins, you know? And it, it would... <laughs> It would be fine. Um, I think I just heard of someone making one that was called Amityville Vibrator, and I'm like, uh, do I need to see that? Uh, sign me up, yeah. <laughs> that sounds amazing. <laughs> like, How what? do we get a crossover <laughs> with the Amityville franchise and our Isaac franchise? That's what I want to know. <laughs> Not with that particular one, but like just in general. <laughs> Uh, it will be an adventure, and I'm, so I'm looking excited. forward to your reports as you go. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, only a time for one, so. Yeah, that's, that's fair. Yeah, we had a pretty quick turnover this week, folks. Um, we did. I, I'm still chucking away at Buffy. I watched, I <laughs> just because we were on a remake kick, I did go back and watch Prom Night, the remake. <gasps> Oh, uh, you're, you're still here? Oh my god! It's uh, yeah, it's it's bad. I don't know what to tell you, folks. Like, <laughs> I'm not going to sugarcoat it here. It's uh, oh. we're not covering it this month. Um, but it's mm. it's not good, and it's not the worst thing I've ever seen. But it's just pointless and dull, and boring, yeah. the kills are boring. And yeah, it's uh, it just never really justified why it existed, and that's that's sad. But it's, it's a depressing movie. Yeah, it's just, yeah. Uh, you could just like. You can feel the studio on every choice. It's just right. like they're like, ah, oh, this might get too violent. This is this might be too gory. This might scare the kids too much. We should probably ease back. Let's put the killer in a red baseball cap. That's real scary. Kids <laughs> right, love baseball. It's like, well, what the fuck is this? Like, so well, it was it was a uh, the, the best studio in the world, right? Screen Gems. Screen Gems. Who I don't think have ever produced a good film. I don't, I don't think. think so. I'm like, How Didn't they make Boogeyman? We were just talking about that. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. We should probably tell everybody that we, we somehow caught some kind of a crazy fever. Uh. And decided to both watch this this fucking week. Um, that's a doozy. Let me tell. Don't you. do it, folks. Just don't. Like, you know it's... what? I thought. Age would have maybe mellowed my opinion. Maybe I was too harsh. I forgot the last half of that movie is so bad. Like it, it makes no sense. It is just all over the place, sense. and it's the worst part is just so fucking boring and dull. It's boring and, as hell. It's like it's just basically Barry 
Watson going through his old house and like pulling out a recorder and just going yeah. and it's like mm-hmm. did we need to see that no nope. did, did did we need that and then at the end we see the boogeyman and he's like this like 90s video game villain i don't know like what what was this it is the worst looking crew creature design i've ever seen it's just life. terrible like like i remember being bad but i remember kind of having some fun with it and i just was yeah. just bored and it's uh. really boring but the setup is really great i'm like okay yeah. yeah if you just told me the synopsis i i'd probably be like oh that sounds great and like the first like i don't know 20 minutes are okay and then it's yeah. like uh, he, he gets in the house and it's it's like do something barry <laughs> and there's like this little girl there and uh, She's like and a the, ghost, I guess. The twist, and yeah, then it's like <laughs> she's been dead for twenty years. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen that twist before, right? <laughs> like, and then what? you know he has this girlfriend, but also like this friend from his old town who he wants to hook up with, apparently. Yeah. And I, I just, she's I just don't kind of there, and she doesn't have anything to do. Yeah, these characters get nothing to do, and uh, and I think this came out the same year as House of Wax. Oh my god, I think you're right. Yeah. 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 Oh my god. Because we're kind of smack dab in the middle of this kind of extreme remakes era that we've um, mm-hmm. talked about before. It kind of kicked off with Texas Chainsaw Massacre in 2003 and then went through like 2008, 2009ish, uh, you know, a lot of the torture porn stuff and you've listened to our episodes before folks, right? But uh we've talked about this plenty, um, which is which is ironic because I I don't like this era and I feel like we've talked about this era like a million times at this point. <laughs> A lot. We just keep coming back to it. A, this was a strange time because you you had the kind of like inspired PG thirteen yeah. horror ghost craze, which I guess Boogeyman was a part of, and then yeah, I guess kind of part of that, yeah. And then you had like the remakes because of Texas Chain Chainsaw, and uh, some of those were R, and some were PG thirteen. Some were good, some were bad, and mm-hmm. then because of Saw, I guess that was two thousand three or four. I can't remember. Uh, four, um, I think. Yeah. Then and then Hostel was five. Kick started that whole thing. So you had like these three different types of sort of like sub genres, I, I guess, kind of c- competing at the same the same time. Yeah, and uh, none of them were, uh, I don't know, particularly original. Uh, which is no, why, no. Eh, like, because uh, I mean, it was all. Well, I guess I shouldn't say that. I don't know. I guess at the time, like, some of the saw stuff was pretty groundbreaking just for being so fucking violent and kind of different anyway um Mm -hmm. i like the first saw i don't really care about any of the sequels but i i at the time anyway i liked the first i don't know if i would hold up i mean it's not really very gory that's like the surprising part is that it's all mostly suggestion yeah um whereas like once you got to part two and then definitely by the time of part three it just got like right gorier and gorier um yeah I saw them all in theaters. Like, yeah, it's I, like what I stopped at four. I think. <laughs> I, yeah, I think I stopped four. around like four or five. But like, uh, you know, all the early bad. ones I saw, and it, uh, I don't. It just like as a teenager, like that's just what we had. You know, you just you yeah, go see whatever yeah. is showing, and that's what it was. And mm-hmm. it, so House of Wax was kind of interesting because it, um, it wasn't. It didn't take itself so goddamn seriously, and I think it that's didn't. what I like. Like, it still has a lot of the the violence and the um, gore, but it's also kind of tongue in cheek, and yeah. uh, like a lot of these Dark Castle movies, it 
it has elements of kind of this era, but also of like the late nineties and mm-hmm. um you have the CW cast, which was very late nineties. I guess that was still oh, yeah. kind of going on. Um It was, yeah, because you had a uh, uh pad like uh Gilmore girls which was a big deal yes and And, uh, michael murray also from gilmore girls right they were both in there together and uh, (laughs) yeah i think supernatural Um, started airing the same year um, i think it did this came yeah Yeah. blake uh richard or robert richard who was in like Mm. cousin skeeter which i used to love that show it was on nickelodeon at the time and yeah chad michael murray was like the it kid at this point in time it was like yeah he was like you said he was in or gilmore girls i think he was briefly in dawson's creek and i think he was yeah he was on one tree hill and Mm -hmm. freaky friday and cinderella story like all these teen staples from that era what a run oh my god yeah some good shit there alicia cuthbert was on are you afraid of the dark towards the end of the run actually oh yeah, yeah I, I know her from The Girl Next horror. Door, which I think came oh, out the year before this. It's That's it's something. <laughs> it's ridiculous. I love it. Yeah. And I guess she was in Captivity, which I haven't seen. Um, oh, it's awful. Okay. So watch it <laughs> okay so go watch it now because that's what august is all about because <laughs> i want your opinion because it's really it's just the most gratuitous i will maybe check it out because i think i'm just gonna watch a lot of like kind of dumb <laughs> movies this month and it's gonna be great and it's, it's gonna take dumb. my mind off everything it's gonna be wonderful <laughs> it's really um, dumb. and she of course plays carly who is the sister of Nick, played by Chad Michael Murray. And this movie is interesting because, I guess we'll get to it, but it has a final girl, but then there's also a little twist, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, we've kind of spoiled that twist before, but yeah. <laughs> we'll get to it. And then I guess there's Dalton, like we said, played by John Abrahams from Scary Movie Scary and movie. Uh, Meet the Parents and The Faculty, as we Faculty. talked about. <laughs> His huge role in that. Yeah, where he's in it for like 15 seconds, maybe. <laughs> First, do you want to say what the scenes, what the movie's about before we start? Oh, yeah. Well, it's about a group of friends who, on the way to a, f- a football game in Louisiana, are mm-hmm. um, they break down, and uh, and they find this town that is made of entirely wax. You know, oh, mine. <laughs> um, you don't see that every day because it's probably nope. physically impossible, but that's it's, another little thing. We'll that's another, yeah. <laughs> stick a pin in that one. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, they find out that it's uh, run by these two brothers who uh, have some uh, aggression issues and uh, yeah. decide to kill people and encase them in these wax figures and dis- display them. Uh, yeah, not totally sure what the end game was there, but that's what they enjoy doing. It's just a hobby, I guess. You know? Yeah, and who are we to, you know, quelch their dreams? Yeah. You know? And, uh, yeah, it seems like, I don't know, like, if they make any money off of this or if it's, like, a big, like, if they get a big tourist uh, group, I'm assuming. I think, well, there's that great um, line that I, I feel like they took from Psycho where they're like, Ambrose used to be a pretty nice town before the interstate came in. Oh, yeah. That damn interstate. That damn, it always ruins everything, right? <laughs> Every horror film. Either they this... didn't take the interstate or the interstate was getting repaired or they so they took a back way. It, that's, yeah. that's what happens. You take the back ways and you get killed. Yeah, we talked about that. Uh, last week or the week before, I don't remember. But there were a lot of these kind of backwoodsy movies within a couple year period here. Mm-hmm. Um, and this this does have a lot of like kind of psycho influences with that. I see that. And yeah, 
I guess kind of with their mom too. Like, you know, with mm-hmm. they have that messed up relationship with their parents. Um, although that's yeah, a pretty the, common theme in general, but there's um, a, a kind of a creepy house that's kind of on a hill and yeah. you're always like, don't go in there, you know? Uh, yeah. So there's that and yeah. sort of the, um, there's a, a, one of them kind of likes to play dress up, I guess, in a way. Yeah. You yeah. Know, is that dumb, is that his hair or is it a wig? I don't know. I who knows. I don't yeah. know. It's really nice hair. If it's not it is nice really, hair. Yeah, I'm really impressed by that. Uh, yeah. After quarantine, maybe our hair is going to be that long. So yeah. it'll... <laughs> <laughs> maybe so. <laughs> I'm going to do a remake of a remake of House of Wax. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, and the 53 one was a remake of the it was 30 of, uh, one. So it's like they just history keep history in the wax museum. Yeah. 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 And uh, yeah, I, I think this film has a very special place in my heart because the '50s one is one of my favorites of all of all time, and it was the first horror film I ever saw all the way nice. through. And so when I heard that they were going to remake this, I was like, "Oh, why?" And then I heard like, "And it's going to star Paris Hilton." I was like, "What the fuck? Why do you hate <laughs> me? Why Dark Castle? Why?" And then I think I went to see Constantine. And there was a trailer for this right before it, and I was like, holy shit, this kind of looks like it might be good. <laughs> I was like, this is – whoa, okay. I think I'm on board. And sure enough, I went opening night, and I loved it. Loved it's it, so it. fun. It's you know, fun side story about Constantine. The first mm. – <laughs> I don't know what – the first date I ever went on with a guy was to see Constantine. Really? And I, I don't I – don't, I don't remember much about the movie, but, like, afterwards, <laughs> I made some comment, like, I, I don't know what it was, but it was just, like, you know, watch out for, like, a serial killer, or, <laughs> or like, you know, don't get chopped up to pieces or something, and I don't know why I thought at the time this was the thing you say to someone <laughs> after a date. <laughs> oh, no. But, you know, he did not call me back, and um, oh. if you're listening, Mr. Dude, you know, I I was, that was, I, a call would have been great. <laughs> I mean, maybe he did get killed by a serial killer. Maybe he know. did, you know. Uh, maybe they they prayed, slayed, and displayed, as the tagline <laughs> of this says. <laughs> maybe. Can we take a moment to talk about the tagline? That's a great tagline. That's a pretty and good the tagline. Poster, the poster mm-hmm. is great. It looks like Bukaki, but it's a great poster, <laughs> and I support it. Yeah, there's a. I mean, all the Dark Castle movies, you get a gr- like great visuals, right? It's all mm-hmm. about sort of overstimulating all of your senses, and yeah. this definitely does that. It, it takes a while, but when you, like you said, when you finally get to that big confrontation, it is just sensory overload. Oh yeah, there's like fire and melting wax and blood and baseball bats, yeah, s- smashing skulls and oh man, <laughs> like, yeah, good lord, <laughs> yeah, it's it's, it's nuts. It's it's nuts. There's just so much going on at once. Um, so good. So yeah, we're trying to get bogged down too much here. But so you open with uh, like that '74 uh, flashback where you see the dysfunctional family with the little boy and in the high chair, and he has a brother, and the mom is like slapping him for misbehaving, right? And mm-hmm. so a you real know, winner. she's a real winner. And th- this was a big thing in this era too of like all these like flashbacks to. All the ex- this one doesn't get bogged down in exposition, which I appreciate. God, like yeah. not like Black X Moss or Halloween or anything else. <laughs> he had yellow skin and uh, jaundiced eyes. 
It's like, I mean, I get it. Yeah, I mean, if I had that, like, I would, like, eat my family. Sure. Like, that's yeah. the, lo- the logical next step. God. They, it's like they couldn't figure out any <laughs> a way to make these films original. So they had to just, just really lean on the exposition and give you way too much of it that nobody cared about. But, Kevin, his mom was a stripper. Of course Ugh. he's going to kill people. That's what the the sons of strippers do. Uh. <laughs> they murder and maim. Uh. And that was another thing I hated about this era that like it was run by so many straight dudes and it was and it was such a, a departure from the late 90s when it was like all these queer dudes like yeah. uh, Kevin Williamson and Dom Mancini and um, Silvio Horta, RIP, yeah. like, they were getting to do all these fun, campy things, and then exactly. it was just all this, like, dude bro, like, uh, shit in this era. And yeah, I don't, like, I, there were some exceptions, really like we're talking extreme, about, this is good, but, but yeah, whatever. Uh, so then you, you meet the cast, which we already introduced, we don't have to do that. Um, it does a good job of introducing the characters without getting too fussy with it, and there's not a lot of exposition, like we said, uh, you get to know who they are pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's pretty obvious who the final girl is going to be. But like we said, there's a twist with that. So that's nice. There is. Um, and I like when uh, we were talked about like Dalton's filming in the car and they're like, put the, put the damn camera down. And it's a callback to Paris's sex tape. And she was very much willing to like poke fun at herself in this. And that's great. This was a time when it seemed like there was a character in every horror film that loved to tape everything. It, it, yeah, it doesn't really serve a purpose in this movie, and yet it keeps coming no. back, like, multiple times. We bring it, and, uh, uh, but, yeah, I guess it was just one of those that. trends that they yeah, were doing. Like, yeah. He's got to have a camera, because he's the wacky friend who films <laughs> <Yep>. everything. <laughs> like, I don't know that person. Uh, the kids, the wacky kids, they decide they're going to take a shortcut through the woods, which, that always goes really well, right? <laughs> yeah, As we bro. saw in Dead End. And then they decide just camp out in the middle of nowhere, because why not, again? Um, as one does. As one does, they see a billboard for Trudy's world-famous House of Wax. Uh, who's Trudy? We don't know, but we'll, we'll yeah. find out. We will find out, because there will be convenient newspaper clippings later mm, on. I love That's a newspaper clipping. Favorite thing. I love it. I love it so I love much, because it. it's like, why would people hang on to this? You know, it's, it's, But it's like, why does every serial killer have to have like a sh- shrine that conveni- conveniently explains everything that they've done at some point. <laughs> it makes me laugh. It's yeah, it's pretty funny. Um because yeah, I know serial killers apparently take like um like trophies, but I don't yeah, know that they necessarily a... keep a whole scrapbook of It's a scrapbook. It really <laughs> is. It's literally a scrapbook of this is my life. Yeah. yeah. And at one point I know the killer gets a hold of the video camera in this and it's like were you trying to make a video scrapbook to go along with that or oh, I just have questions have. you know I don't that know that would have been cute that would have been really um yeah Nick is kind of a little dick in this he's very like he's passive aggressive and yeah. catty um I kind of like him still but he's he's yeah. very I guess if you like pretending things right sis and it's like what are you implying uh, Nick and he just has these weird like one-liners and you find out later that he likes Wade he just likes being a dick to him also it's it's a yeah. weird thing um and then you find out Paige might be pregnant, which they never mm-hmm. say. No. But it could be. And it's an interesting little character beat for Paris there. It is. And she's actually not that bad. She's no. pretty good. In the- uh, why is Dalton here? <laughs> I don't know. He's not friends with anyone except... And, yeah, it, it, it there's definitely some weird, like, sexual tension, right, between Dalton and Nick in this. 
Well, what I find odd is that there seems to be sexual tension between Chad, Michael, Murray, and everybody in this movie. Th- that's and very true. I'm like, is he just one of those people that has like some sort of weird like sexual charisma? Because it's like literally, I would not be surprised if he made out with everybody, including his sister. Yeah, it's weird, <laughs> it's it's weird but weird. it's there. It disturbs me. It's and yeah, I like it. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. It, it plays up the kind of odd, uh, heightened nature of this film. That yeah, yeah. he has this weird uh, chemistry. Yeah, with everyone, it's interesting. Yeah, Dalton. Like at one point, they put him in some like Elton John clothes, and there's some weird gay joke there. Uh, yeah, they're like, um, you look gay, dude. It's like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, Paris gets to use her catchphrase a couple times. No, Dalton, I think, uses it. And he says, that's hot, you know. That's right, yeah. That's hot. Um, they're so clever. uh, And then some nice tension where Dalton is filming everybody making out. And then he gets to Nick. And Nick is like, don't even think about it. I ain't kissing you, dude. And he's like, come on, you know you want to, dude. Mm -hmm. But then they wrap it up with the, like, no homo. Like, just kidding. I wouldn't kiss your ass for shit, bro. Like, okay. (laughs) We couldn't just leave it where it was, right? We got to have this uh, line at the end. Ugh. Hashtag problematic. Hashtag problematic, yeah. This movie's canceled now. Oh, God. <laughs> because they didn't make out. <laughs> because they didn't make... cancel it. <laughs> That's enough for me to cancel it. <laughs> for some, I really do do think it might be. I don't know. But yeah. It makes me laugh. Yeah. yeah. And then the creepy dude in the truck arrives. Um, oh, there's always one. There's always one. Nick smashes his headlights. Um, he drives off. Uh, and then you get the weird moment where, again, the somebody takes their video camera and films them while they're sleeping. Is this necessary for the film? Not really, but it's here. No. And then the next day, they smell something weird. And Paige is like, yeah, let's go follow that smell. Why? Yeah, can we discuss that Paris is the smartest character in the film? She really is. I mean, she's like, I why would you? Why would you do that? You know, hilarious. Yeah, she's like, yeah. let's not do that. Like, let's get back on the road. And if they had done that, they would still be alive. But yeah, you know, should have listened maybe. to Paris. Should have listened to her. I know. She has a great white tracksuit in this too that I just I love. Yes, it's very uh, 2005 like soccer mom. Yeah, um, I love it. Uh, I think I saw Julie Cooper wearing that on the OC. I wouldn't be surprised. So I, I need I to go it. binge the OC. You know, I've not seen the OC. You sure okay. do. It is. Yeah. You would love it. Okay. Because I'm slowly so working through Dawson's Creek. And once I eventually finish that, I'll go binge the OC. So that's so good. I think okay. they took it off of Hulu, though. So I'm kind of sad about that. Ah, uh, I'll find it. They took it off, bastard. Yeah, the costumes in this are really solid in general. Like, mm-hmm. they're, they, they're typical, but, like, they pop. You know, like I always think about like the bright colors in this movie, and um, mm-hmm. I think the costumes really help with that. Too. Um, because it's it's supposed to be like a funhouse type thing, right? Like even the the it musical really is, cues are like kind of uh, Toby Hooper's funhouse, like kind of, yeah, of carnival esque like, and um, Danny Elfman esque at times. Yeah, it's, kind of, it's like very like whimsical and like la 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 la. Like it's yeah. very, <laughs> like it sounds kind of like it should be like in a batman movie or something oh yeah for times. sure yeah but i like it i like it i think it adds to the fun i think so too yeah I, I, that was always the nice thing about these dark castle movies is they didn't take themselves super seriously and they had some they fun didn't. yeah, and, yeah. Um, bring back dark castle i know 
Hashtag, yeah. I like them. They were always fun. Yeah. Uh, what else happens? Um, so they find this is where they find that rotting corpse uh, <laughs> pit, right? And it's it's uh-huh. gross. It's really it's icky. Pretty disgusting. It's pretty and it's nasty. Yeah. Pretty fucking nasty. And it sets up kind of the rest of the movie. And they meet this other hick dude. What's his name? I don't I don't know if they give him a Does name. He I think. Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember. Uh, Lester, I guess that's his name. Um, sure. <laughs> I don't know if they say that, but the, I think it's in the credits or something. But anyway, so they meet him, and uh, he's going to take them to this nearby town because their fan belt has broken in one of the cars, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, what could go wrong, right? Just riding in this car with this mm-hmm. creepy hick dude. And he pulls out a fucking hunting knife at one point while they're in the car. So they get to the town because they're like, we don't want to be in this car anymore because this guy's creepy as fuck. Mm-hmm. And the town is like this back lot from Universal Studios, and nobody really seems to is. notice that. <laughs> I'm like, I think I've been there when I was like five. Look at that. Yeah. It's nice. <laughs> like, how does nobody point out that fact? It is yeah. it, it's not a real town. Yeah, and something's off with this town, right? Because they go to the funeral, and uh, everything seems okay except for the fact that nobody's moving at all mm-hmm. and they don't stay long enough to notice that they're all wax figures yeah and Bo is a master class like gaslighter because he yeah. convinces like carly and wade that they're being the rude obtrusive ones mm-hmm. whereas he's trying to you know abduct them and uh yeah. but he's really kind of charming and that's i think um the the actor um plays this up I forgot his name already, but um, uh, Brian Van Holt. Yeah. Brian Van Holt, yes. Uh, he's very charming. Yeah, he is. Sigourney he Weaver, really I believe, is. is his name. Yeah. Um, yes, Sigourney. Yeah. Sigourney <laughs> Blake uh, Shelton. Um. <laughs> Blake Shelton, who talks to seagulls. Um. I'm so glad this is becoming my character defining trait. That. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Yeah. No, he's 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 really really good in this, and. Yeah. Uh, and he, 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 he does have a charm. It's like he does sort of kind of put you at ease, but you know you're in a horror movie, so you're still kind of on edge. You're like, this, this something's off. Something's off with this guy, yeah. But you're like, I don't know. I'd probably bang. I don't know. Mm, yeah. Like, Would not, not kick you out of bed. Would not do no. it. <gasps> do they have a wax bed, you think? That's I think they do, because I think we see it later that on in the movie. Yeah. Comfortable. It does not. Really unappealing. There are just a lot of logistical issues with this whole wax thing, and um, yeah, I don't know where to begin with that. It's just, yeah. it, it, um, <laughs> you just kind of have to accept it and go with it. It's, uh, <laughs> it's like how in House of Haunted Hill, how or House 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 on Haunted Hill, you have the giant, like ridiculous, multi-faceted house, and same with Thirteen Ghosts. Like they, that was just kind of the thing with this Dark Castle media. They had these really kind of absurdist, yeah. over-the-top, uh, fantastical. Uh, houses and everything so oh that's right yeah. yeah and the ghost ship of course the ghost that ship weird, yes that weird like thing that like slices everybody in half what the fuck was that oh yeah what it was but it was really cool <laughs> it was man <laughs> that's basically their shtick is like we don't know how the fuck this actually works but doesn't it look cool <laughs> right <laughs> like, that's it's very like thing. rube goldberg like <laughs> yeah. overly complicated but awesome <laughs> yeah like it makes no sense but it's really cool <laughs> yeah yeah so they're in the town the the disney world gone mad uh, wax town here mm-hmm. and um carly and wade enter the titular house of wax and they realize that literally everything is made of wax and including why do the they building. Realize that because Wade says 
It's all wax. Like, literally. Like, literally. It's <laughs> my favorite line of the movie. I don't know why. Not figurative, figuratively, but literally wax. made out of wax. wax. Like, literally. <laughs> it just seems like a oh, huge sure. fire hazard, which more on that later, but... Oh, oh yeah, yes. we'll get back to that. We'll, we'll get back to that. And then you cut to Nick and Dalton, like, pissing on a tree and some more sexual noises and moaning and <laughs> followed by Blake being like, you guys gonna have sex? And they're like, ew, no! I'm like, thou dost protest too much of... Um, there's definitely something there. There's something there, yeah. folks. Uh, it's like Beauty and the Beast. There's something there. They want much more than this provincial <laughs> life. <laughs> and now he's going to make Nick his wife. <laughs> Just wait for our musical episode, folks. We're prepping it now. <laughs> Who knew we could mix Beauty and the Beast and House of Wax. And maybe some Chicago understandable, understandable. Yes. It's a House of Wax. That's like a... Candle. Well, candle. Oh, that's that's good. Horrible. <laughs> that's not bad. That's not bad. <laughs> that's uh, horrible. Oh no. <laughs> oh god. Okay. Um. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. We're. Uh. uh what happened? So. They were uh, pissing on, on the tree. And they started singing. <laughs> uh, pissing on a tree, drumming on a streetlight. Yeah. Um. We get some exposition here with. Um, Carly, she she used to be the good twin, and Nick used to be the bad twin. And then immediately after, you get some exposition with the killer twins, mm-hmm. and you learn that, um, yeah, their mom died, and um, she went crazy, right? And then the dad, like, shot himself because he couldn't handle it. And it's an interesting kind of juxtaposition with the two twins as the protagonists and the two twins as the villains, which is fun. Uh-huh. It's 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 pretty good screenwriting actually because yeah. because they kind of are like mirrors to one another. You know? Yeah, it's nice. I like it. There's some the f- they foil each some, other. Uh, yeah, there are layers. Layer. We love layers. Here we just do. keep peeling them back. Um, so Wade wanders off eventually, um, and that's where we get some nasty Achilles tendon chopping action from oh, like from so high tension last week. Right? It's Ooh. gross. It's painful. It's painful. Gross. It's painful. gross, gross, gross. And then it does not let up from there. Nope, because he gets, like, wax poured on him. Well, first he gets stripped naked, which I don't mind, oh, and no, uh, shaved and then covered in molten hot wax, which is really kinky. Yeah. And this isn't happening again, folks, until, like, 55 minutes into the film. But yeah. I don't really mind. Again, it's, uh, it's because it just keeps going, like you said, from here on out. Mm-hmm. It's just one fucking thrill ride. Yeah, um, and then, like, Carly's on the run from crazy-ass Yep, yep. And she hides in the church and discovers that everybody in the church is made of wax. And, yep. And then, she, and then she breaks off that arm and realizes that, that there's a corpse underneath the wax. And it's like, oh, shit. Ugh. And then she gets captured. She gets abducted, yeah. And that scene is crazy town. It is. She puts the glue on her lips Ugh. so that she can't make a sound and then, like, ties her up. And then Nick finally shows up. Yep. And so she's trying to get his attention by, like, moving her finger in that grate. Ugh, I hate the scene. And Bo just goes down with, like, a pair of pliers and snips off her finger. Ooh. What other yeah. final girl 
goes through that much shit. Like that. She gets intense. put through the ringer. Yeah, it's um. I mean, her lips are like peeling off. She she has lost a, th- a finger. I mean, she she gets some shit. You know, not since the original Texas Road uh, Texas Roadsaw Massacre again, right? Texas right, Chainsaw yeah. Massacre. The Roadsaw Massacre. <laughs> Why? Now it's gonna be stuck in my head forever because of that. Uh, but yeah, this this girl just gets yeah to put through it. I, I appreciate that. I like when a protagonist gets th- just thrown through the ringer. She doesn't really let it get her down either, you know? Uh, no, because she's strong. after she gets her, well, Nick comes in and saves her and they like kind of uh, bandage up her finger and then they never mention it again in the film. So it's no. just like, okay, I guess you're okay yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I don't think you got any like infections or anything. Infection. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah. I guess you just uh, grin and bear it. Right. Uh, in, in the meanwhile, Dalton has entered the House of Wax and Mm -hmm. sees Wade there. And he's like, oh, what's up, Wade? And then he realizes, oh, no, this is Wade encased in wax. And he tries to get him out of the wax by peeling off his fucking face. It is so disgusting. It is so sick. I'm like, who thought of this? It is ingenious. And he doesn't stop. He just keeps peeling. No. Like, Wade. terrible friend. And then just a huge chunk of it just comes, like, flying oh, off. And it's so God. gross. Because well, then you got Vincent who shows up. And yep. he chases him and decapitates him. And there's that mm-hmm. great de- decapitation where his head is severed from his body. But his head is, like, still, like... Blinking. Bl- yeah. Blinking. I'm like, that's really great. That's, yes. that's That's good stuff there. It's those little, like, campy touches that... Yeah, uh, really push it over the top because at first yeah. you're like oh this is scary this is gross and then you kind of want to laugh a yeah. little bit and I, I think that's kind of what separated yeah. this dark castle stuff like it 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 was always able to be so many different things and exactly. i love that i mean it's disturbing but at the same time it's kind of funny I mean, it's, it's funny yeah it's it's goofy you know it's, it's, it's yeah goofy that's great. a good word for it yeah, yeah. it's very goofy so now it's uh, Carly and Nick in there, you know, trying to make it through. And in the meantime, um, Blake and uh, Paige, Paige are still camping out. Which we haven't seen them for a while. That's what I mean. Like, Paris we is haven't. not in this movie very much, yeah. and it's sad. They've but... been gone for, like, 30 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and so they're just, like, having some fun in the tent. And strip tease. Yeah. Yes, there's a strip tease. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, uh, yeah, Robert Richard is very attractive as well. They're both very attractive people. He is fine as hell. Yeah. And um, and they get a phone call because Carly had tried to call them to say that they um, found out who um, stole their camera and all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. And they hear her screaming, but um, Blake doesn't get to page in time to let her know because he's killed and yep. vincent walks into the tent and uh, tries to attack page she runs out discovers that blake's been killed and then there's a chase and it's a great chase it's a it's wonderful great. chase now according to wikipedia they're in a sugar mill which i okay whatever is that what that is yeah like, i thought it was like a parking garage or something yeah. i thought so too yeah, yeah. It, it's like why are there cars i thought it was yeah. like a like some kind of a mechanic shop or something. Yeah. I didn't know that and she puts up a pretty good fight here, you know? She does. Oh, and then there's more heel trauma in that scene, too, where the knife oh, yeah. goes through the foot. I'm like, oh, my Ugh. God. What is it with the heels in this movie? And then she hides in the car, and he comes out at her, and she stabs him in the face. I mean, she mm-hmm. puts up a fight. She does. Um, But then, you know, she just she uh, she just has to look um, after she's behind that car, and uh, that's her 
her down her downfall there when they Can we uh, talk about okay, the mechanics here. <laughs> okay, I have lots of questions. Is this guy an Olympic javelin thrower? Like how how? Just how? <laughs> he should be. He's like the Trunchbull from Matilda. Yes. He's very gifted. Um he's yes. probably had a lot of time to practice, I guess. I mean, it doesn't seem like they have any friends or anything. I, I can't. So all he does um, is sit around throwing metal pipes all day and <laughs> making wax figures. <laughs> That's the life there. Shit. Yeah. And uh, and yet this goes through the window and then goes through her her head. Impaled. Her to, yes. to the wall. But oh no, they're not finished. <laughs> she falls down and the pole hits the floor, which <laughs> m- makes it go all the way through her head. Uh... <laughs> it's just like stuck there. It's ingenious. It, it is an ingenious death scene, and uh, well, it's the best. Well it's probably the best. Yeah, it's the best death scene, and Definitely. I think that was intentional because they knew that they had Paris Hilton, and she was game for anything, and they knew that had to be so over the top. So they made it mm-hmm. completely over the top, and it works. It's a crowd pleaser. It's yeah. pretty good. But yeah, yeah. Then we're back in the uh, in the wax town, and then we're back in the wax town. Yeah, Nick and Carly have to hide in the movie theater where i love that scene whatever happened to baby jane it's really cool because they have to pretend like they're made of wax yeah and why are they playing that movie in particular you would think they would play like a dark castle like a william castle movie you know not a yes whatever happened to baby jane owned by warner brothers i don't know yeah it's just a easy one to get the rights to um i'm writing a letter uh, to daddy Saying I love you. Oh God! Maybe that's why they play it because everybody has daddy issues and parents issues. That's and, uh, true. I don't know. There you go. Yeah, that maybe makes we'll go with that. Sense, and I guess the town's still. Well, it's not really st- stuck in the '60s because the prologue was in the '70s. Huh? Yeah. In- interesting. Yeah. Well. Hmm. Oh well. Logistics. Bleh, yeah. Who needs them? And uh, yeah, so they try to hide and pretend that they're made of wax, and yeah. they get a good shot at bow with like a crossbow Uh which is pretty cool yeah and they think he's down for the count of course he's not you know Mm -hmm. and they go to the house on the hill where they live and that's when they discover the uh very conveniently placed newspaper (laughs) (laughs) clippings and scrapbooks and all that stuff and yeah bow comes back in and tries to repair himself with the arrow and stuff and is really mean to Vincent. He's really yeah. mean to him. That's another, like, typical horror movie thing where, like, you shot him with a crossbow. Why didn't you make sure he was dead? Like, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he should that's be like dead, every but. Movie. Yeah. I guess you, I give him some leeway because that's just yeah. every horror movie, but. Yeah, because then it would be over, like, an hour and 20 minutes in. Which, yeah. for most movies, is probably when it should end. But this yeah. movie is a little, little loftier. A little loftier. Because they are building to the big finale. Right. Yeah, you're right. They do have that, like, uh, that relationship between the brothers is very precarious and invites questions. Mm-hmm. And it does. They don't, and Bo seems to be the one pulling the strings, but then you, you're like, yeah. but it, does Vincent kind of like this, too? And you find out they used to be conjoined, and that's why mm-hmm. uh, Vincent has the mask on, right? Mm-hmm, because his operation didn't uh, kind of scarred him. But yeah, so, so it's like De Palma's sisters, kind of. and <laughs> It is. It's like sisters, but brothers, really. Yeah, oh. brothers. Mm. Sisters, sisters. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> and, uh, and, yeah, this is when it uh, it all leads into um, them going downstairs and discovering the wax 
room where they mm-hmm. create their creations, and yep. I, then they find uh, Dalton in the wax chair. Yeah. Um, but it didn't go well because you know he was de- decapitated, so his head. <laughs> <laughs> and Nick is completely heartbroken by this. He is he just is so sad. So sad. And again, because they were and fucking, you know. <laughs> I support it. I I like that he's actually really depressed about about this. Because with most like slasher films, it's like they find their friends and they're just like, oh no, ah, and that's it. You know, like yeah. they, they don't just like break the fuck down. Which I mean, if you were a real person, you probably would do. Um. So I I like that he actually is sort of depressed about it he he might have the best little arc in this movie just the fact that you know he he starts out like you 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 read him and you're like oh he's gonna be an asshole he's gonna be an asshole and actually he there's some like uh something soft underneath there right it's uh, there is there's something there that wasn't there before before (laughs) (laughs) watch out disney's gonna be suing us (laughs) oh i know fuck you disney don't you have enough money aren't you massacring enough people by being open right now jesus christ you you own everything. God damn. You can't Disney. own us too. You can't. You don't, don't. own me. Yeah. <laughs> la 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 la. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so uh this all leads to the uh the wonderful finale where mm-hmm. they are chased by Vincent up into the the mu- museum itself after they've uh caught the wax vat, I guess, on fire. Mm-hmm. And so the the fire starts to spread through the through the floor, and it just starts to grow. And there's all these big fights, and Carly gets a a pretty gnarly little bit there where she beats Bo to death with a baseball bat. Yeah, you know, I want to and rescore like, this moment with um, the fan of the opera opening thing. It's I'm gonna I'm gonna do that. It's gonna be great as the shan. Delir goes through the floor yeah. and stuff. Yeah. And yeah, he's running very, around with a mask on all, and yeah. All operatic and, yeah. and exciting. It's really great. It's it so is. Yeah, it's wild. And uh and yeah, so there's a big chase and Carly is uh stuck in the room where there's a uh, there's a crib made it made of wax, of of course, mm-hmm. with two Siamese twins inside made of wax. <laughs> and there's a very um Let's say on the nose bit where yes. Vincent um, slices through the door and then slices through the twins, separating them. I'm like, okay, I could have done without that. That's a little much. Yeah. Um, but then at the end, like when Vincent is killed and he ends up on top of Bo and they're like con- conjoined together again. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's just so ridiculous and I love it. It's I love it's it. Kinda, it's kind of cute. I, yeah. I, I love it. But. But then Nick and Carly have to escape the house of wax that's on fire, and mm-hmm. that's the fun part because they have to like claw through the walls, and it's like crumbling apart, and there's fire everywhere, and they're getting sticky. Yeah, it's so good. It's so yeah, it looks good. pretty good. Yeah, it looks pretty it's decent so still. Um, it's wonderful. So it, it holds up fairly well. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Then they escape, and um, everything seems like it's okay. You know, the cops arrive, the ambulance so arrives. Nice. And then there's one final stinger, right? <laughs> oh yeah, you see the twins weren't twins. They were there's actually 3 of them. Dun dun and dun. The last one is the is the trucker dude that they met at the beginning and he's just there waving with that cute little dog, which I think is a adorable. Yeah. Is he the younger? Um, I guess he's a, maybe he's their I younger brother. So. I don't know. They never I really say like it's, it's hard to tell know. underneath all of the like 
dirt and grime that he has on him. Yeah. Like, it's like he might be like 22 or he might be like 52. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, it's kind of a pointless twist, but I don't hate it. It's kind of fun. Yeah. It plays with the the movie because like we are, we remember he's out there still like yeah and he was and not a good person kinda, yeah you're always sort of like thinking like what was his deal so yeah. now you know so i now guess you it's know. good they, they they kind of wrap that up um but i yeah. guess they were maybe thinking of a sequel but like like how could you really do a sequel to this movie like, i yeah i don't know how you would like because i heard that they accidentally burnt down a lot of the set like while filming Oh, um, I read somewhere like my favorite oh, my source, Wikipedia, uh, oh. said something about that, and there was like lawsuits and shit. And um, damn, I don't, I don't know how much. I think it was just like a part of it, but uh, ironic, yeah. Given that this whole fiery scene from hell at the end here, uh, well, and then there's that one, that one bit right before like the twist at the end where Nick takes Dalton's camera that is now considered to be evidence. He steals it because he's like, there were some pretty good memories on that. And I'm like, yeah, until you get to the part where uh, Vincent recorded himself <laughs> killing everyone. It's I'm so like, true. Are going like, to yeah. fast forward through those parts or what? Right. Like, what? like were they planning on using that for a sequel or something? Like, it, it, <laughs> yeah. why did they keep this videotape? Like you said, like I, it's such a weird thing. They never explain like why this is an important <laughs> plot point you know i don't know i know they're obsessed with that i'm like yeah why are you so obsessed with, with me camera come on yeah folks i love yeah. that there are like a final there's a final pair of siblings right that's yeah that's different and interesting because typically like i prefer there to just be one survivor yeah. but i think this works because there is kind of an arc and and they have to work together, and, it, and it's kind of like a sort of a Hansel and Gretel kind of a vibe, you know? It's kind of right, that. and it's nice that you have the the villains are both siblings, and the protagonists mm-hmm. are both siblings. And yeah. but yeah, this is a, it's a great slasher. Um, it's fantastic. It's really good, and uh, people need to acknowledge it. Here we are at like the fifteenth yeah. anniversary, and it needs more love for sure. It does. I think it's one of the best remakes because it isn't it, it's not um beat for beat of the ones that came before it it does right. its own thing um it seems like it has something that it kind of wants to say with like this whole like brother sibling relationships yet yeah, you know um and the cast is good it, the production design is out of this world yeah I mean, it's great I, I would even go as far far as to say it should have been nominated for an oscar for production design i think so yeah it's ingenious it's really mm-hmm. smart and um and the music score is great it's very grand and uh i love everything about this movie i think it's it's a really great example of a modern slasher film and it's very um hip um <laughs> <laughs> non-stop um, oh, scary folks <laughs> okay so on the um on the ar- artwork for the blu-ray yeah it says um i have to find the picture it, it's it because <laughs> once again um this marketing is ridiculous it says hot sexy deliciously creepy horror <laughs> and that is from prairie miller long island press and i'm gonna say that's not a real person or publication <laughs> i'm just gonna say it 
Um, why does every horror, horror film have to be called sexy? There's nothing even sexy I, about this movie. What What is that? I mean, Chad Michael Murray, but that's about it, right? I mean, you know what? He's he's got a great chest. I will, yeah. I will I will say that. Yeah. It was very. It made a very big impact on my life. <laughs> um, and I guess like you know, Carly likes to wear a tank top. Yeah. Uh, Paris dances in her underwear. I I mean, I'm like so okay. I guess that's sexy now. I, but I there's no nudity, like no, like real nudity anyway. You know, I don't get it. I'm like, there's nothing. Like I wouldn't. My first response to this movie isn't well i mean yes it was very intense but wasn't it also quite sexy <laughs> i'm like uh, what what is with people trying to make these movies sexy yeah Just because you, you have a younger ish cast doesn't automatically mean that it's a sexy film it's like it's so stupid no no uh, they, they figure sex sells but like um this is this is more like like I said the funhouse and like wacky and uh, goofy and mm-hmm. but also scary. Yeah. It's a great blend of you know those things and it is. Um, I think people. I think okay. I think that Paris Hilton initially was sort of the sell for the movie, and now I think people look back yeah. at it and they're like, oh, it's that movie with Paris Hilton in it, and I'm just like. I've gotten that a lot. Yeah, like, oh, I never saw it because, you know, it had Paris Hilton in it and I thought that's going to be stupid. I'm like, well, you know what? You're stupid, you know? Right. Um, or they feel like they have to apologize for, like, oh, I I like oh, Paris no. Hilton, but don't tell anybody. You know, it's like, but yeah. you don't have to feel bad about that or you don't have to feel bad about liking this movie because it's fucking great and she's great in it. Oh, so this is a guilt-free zone. Yeah. So if if you love this movie, let us know and we will share our joy with you. Exactly. And that's the stigma with remakes, and we're going to talk about that more. But it's like people feel like even if they kind of like a remake, they feel like they have to trash it sometimes. And I'm like, yeah, you don't have to. Like, just it's okay if you like something. If you don't like it, that's fine, too. But yeah, I don't know. They always have to preface it with, I know it's a remake, but I like this movie. It's like, look, a good movie is a good movie. You know, a story that's well told is a a story that's well told. You don't have to apologize. No. But yeah, um, anything else about House of Wax? I highly recommend it. It's a good time. Yep. If you like slasher films, I don't think you can really do too much better than this in this modern-ish era, you know? No, I can't think of a better slasher film since 2000. I, it's just, it's great. It's, um, and, uh, and people were always complaining, like, there's no good slasher films. And I'm like, well, go Watch this one again. It's great. Anyway. You're like, when? Well, no, that's Paris Hilton. Uh. Yeah. Moveon.org. Uh, yeah. um, Moveon.org. Um, I'm starting a petition right now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Leave House of Wax alone. Leave Paris House alone. Of, <sighs> House of Wax should be added to the National Film Registry. Uh, <laughs> it's important works, I believe. Uh, it's a gem. It's a real gem. Um, and speaking of gems, let's, <laughs> that was a good segue there. Let's go That's into our, good segue. Oh, <laughs> thank you. Let's go into our overlooked gems, um, segment here. Yay. Mine is, um, a little Belgian film called Left Bank. It's from 2008. It's, um, the description here, it's a chilling thriller about a woman who, upon moving in, uh, moving into a new apartment with her boyfriend, uh, becomes obsessed with the fate of the previous tenant and descends into madness. Um, it's great. It's a really good, like, supernatural thriller. 
a lot of like Rosemary's Baby vibes with them moving into this new apartment. A lot of like paranoia and suspense mixed with some like Jacob's Ladder, like disorienting shit. Um, fantastical shit. Um, really good performance by Eileen Coupins. Um, also just has one of the, the most batshit endings I've ever seen. And it's, it's, just, it's really good. Uh, it's in Belgian, so you have to read. So sorry about that, folks. I know. Who, who wants to read? But it's uh, solid. So, yeah. <laughs> I've never even heard of it. That's, uh, yay. It's I, a goodie. I, I like that. It's kind of hard to track um, down, but it's out there. So yeah. Mine is The People Under the Stairs. The West Craven one? Uh, yes. Okay. Because I don't think people talk about it enough. And I watched it um, a little while back with his commentary on. Mm-hmm. And it's fascinating how much this film is still relevant to this current time that we're in right now. Yes. And it's it's, it's a great one. It's really well acted. It's well paced. Um, it's got a lot to say. Yeah. And uh, and it's just it's Craven and I think some of his best. So I say check it yeah, out. Yeah, definitely for a Craven film, it, it deserves more love. It It's not mm-hmm. usually far up there. And it has some good like um, race themes as well. Very much um, so, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, good one, good one. Yeah, so it's like when people say there was no good horror in the early '90s, I say people under the stairs and yep. Candyman, Candyman, you know, also about race. Weird. That's kind of like <laughs> yeah, know? Candyman, um, in the mouth of madness, um, misery, I misery, guess, you know, um, Jacob's ladder. Yeah, uh, there's quite what. Quite, quite quite a few you just have to most of it has like that kind of psychological bent to it like a uh, new yeah, nightmare also um oh god yeah i love that movie yeah um it's a stuff. underrated type of horror it's not, still not a great time for horror but i i would say it's yeah, uh yeah. there's more there than i think people give credit for but yeah um it's hellraiser 3 Hell hellraiser 3 it's fun yeah dumb fun no yeah, pure dumb fun <laughs> Don't tell me there weren't masterpieces. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when he got that CD through his head, I knew it wasn't love, right? I know. Uh, it must have been love. It must have been its own. <laughs> oh, love it. Love it, love it, love it. Good times. Good times. And we got a whole month left of Remake of Palooza, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm so excited. Yeah, we're either going to be really pumped by the end of this month, or we're going to hate our lives, and it's going to be great. I mean, could they get worse at the at this point? I mean, no, no. It's like that's why I decided to watch Boogeyman because I I was like, could it be worse? Could this movie be worse than 2020? <laughs> and I'm still up in the air about that, but I think, yeah, um, yeah. I do think 2020 is worse altogether. I'm excited to see uh, how I feel about some of these other remakes that I haven't uh, watched either in a long time or ever. Yeah. There's one I've never seen. I think we're finally far enough away from some of these films that we can actually have some hindsight 2020, right? (laughs) 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 And it it does make a difference. Um, Because even with something like House of Wax, I... I, I think I, I, I generally liked this movie when it came out, but then I just kind of put it aside forever because people kept telling me it was bad. And I was like, okay, I guess it really wasn't that great. And then I yeah. picked it up like five years ago and I was like, this is fucking amazing. <laughs> like, Yeah, it's like pe- people should shut up with their House of Wax erasure. It's yeah. not fair. Yes, because yes, there were some awful movies from this period, like <laughs> Prom Night, like we said, in The Fog. Yeah. But there are some <laughs> other ones that are interesting and we'll get to them. Yeah. 
you know, I did have an idea to maybe watch The Fog this month, and I was like, oh, life is way too short, and I just thought, no, I can't do it. I, I can't might have to pull it out. Just, yeah, it's, uh, we've reached that point of I, isolation. I haven't seen it since it first came out, and it's still the worst thing I've ever seen in oh, the theater. I I'm excited. I couldn't bring myself <laughs> to see it again. I just don't know if I could do it. <laughs> I don't think I have the strength. <laughs> After Boogeyman has just sapped me of <laughs> yeah. all life. I was like, Boogeyman was still pretty bad, so I'm assuming The Fog might might be worse <laughs> it's really bad um but yeah so we'll be back next week with our next remake and we'll tell you what that is soon you gotta follow us on social media to find out folks you do um you're missing some quality content if you're not following us and That's we're right. at um homos on haunted hill on instagram which is the best place if i do say so but true. we need some more likes on facebook and twitter as well so That's we're right. at hohh podcast on there um, you can leave us a review on iTunes or on Facebook if you feel like it. Please be nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah. Otherwise, we'll see you next week, I guess, right? Like, literally. If the world has not come to an end, which I make no guarantees in this era, we'll see you then. Yeah. Oh, that would suck. We haven't even gotten to, like, you know, so many movies. <laughs> I know. <laughs> what if Remakes Month was the last thing we did? Uh, oh, God. That would just be... That'd be, de- that would, that'd be depressing, yes. Because uh, we got some big plans for September and October and do. November and <laughs> we do. beyond. And if the world is not here, yeah. you guys will never be able to hear those plans. So, You'll sorry. Know. You'll never know. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yep, yeah, in the meantime, we'll see you next week. Goodbye, everybody. Bye.